You know, it's funny you mentioned that. I was just about to mention that as well. Nothing happens without capital. And what I think these other centers have seen, and, and Atlanta certainly is starting to see it, is that venture capital and private equity follow innovation. And there are quite a number of private equity companies and venture capital companies now that really want to make their investments outside of New York and Silicon Valley. The reason is that they're finding better talent and the startup costs are less. And so they're following those companies and capitalizing those companies pretty aggressively. And I think we're finding that, you know, again, Miami, Austin, Atlanta, Boston are all areas venture capital is sort of flooding in and people are really looking for these opportunities outside what have been traditionally the centers of of venture capital. This is Fabiola Florinville with Blueprint Creative Group and you are tuning in to the Atlanta CEO Podcast and today I have Josh Clayman. Hey Josh, how are you? I'm fine. It's good to be here. Good. Josh is the CEO of Remedy. So tell us briefly about the company. I know you're in the healthcare tech space. We are. Cloud-based platform essentially integrates with current clinical workflows, so in health systems and physician practices, et cetera, and then helps them virtualize their practice. And what I mean by that is it allows them to monitor patients remotely, to communicate with patients when they're at home and when they're at work based on the measurements of vitals that we're taking um, as they go through their, their daily routines. And so it manages to develop a platform for continuous care of patients. And our focus is primarily patients with chronic diseases, so diabetes, heart failure, hypertension, etc. So obviously the pandemic and the increase in telemedicine has probably been phenomenal for your company. It has. You know, I think um, healthcare has for a long time realized that remote engagement of patients and continuous care are a good thing. But there was never really an impetus to drive the quick adoption of those platforms and programs. That COVID did two things for healthcare systems, really threatened them. One was that the healthcare systems really lost touch of some of their high-risk populations, and they were very concerned about that. And the other thing is that big financial shortfalls, because people were no longer coming to clinics and no longer doing elective procedures, etc. So they needed to find new ways of engaging with patients that would drive revenue as well. So how long has Remedy been around? Remedy was founded in 2012 by a woman named Lucy Ide, who's an Atlanta native, MD, PhD from Emory. And we've been working on our technology and our platform ever since, and it really started expanding three years or so. Okay, so the Atlanta of 2012 is totally different than the Atlanta of 2021. You know, industry growth, there's been a lot of corporate relocations. The startup scene is just phenomenal and it's grown by leaps and bounds. And there's a lot of investments locally, you know, from the local infrastructure to really invest in the startup scene. So when it comes to healthcare tech and innovation, obviously we have the health centers of the East Coast, you know, between Emory and then Piedmont Hospital, you have the university centers. So that adds a tremendous amount of talent to the region. Where do you think Atlanta stands to still gain in terms of leading the path of healthcare innovation or even being known as a hub for healthcare tech? Well, I I think you hit on one really important component and one reason why we've really enjoyed growing in Atlanta is the the academic institutions, Emory, Georgia Tech, Georgia University of Georgia, et cetera, are producing incredible talent and 
a lot of their majors, their curriculum are very relevant to healthcare technology, to public health, etc. And as long as that continues, that's going to be a huge asset for the Atlanta area. One other thing that we found was membership of the Atlanta Technology Development Center, ATDC, has been a huge help to our company, particularly in the early days when we needed facilities, we needed coaching, mentorship, etc. We needed basically just connections. It was a huge help, and, and we were located right next to Georgia. We drew talent from internships and graduates from Georgia Tech. That's all going to continue. I think, you know, a few things are going to change post-COVID. I think real estate, arguably, and this isn't a debate for today, but arguably would become less important. So the availability of commercial real estate or the, the competitiveness of that is working from home or balancing work from home with, with office work. But the things that will, will continue to add value to Atlanta are of innovation, are the big health that you mentioned, Piedmont, Emory, it's sort of for attacking some of these challenges with the presence of the CDC, etc. So I think it's a natural hub for health care technology. And with the influx of talent from these academic institutions, you're going to have a lot of fuel to fuel that growth and, and fuel the further concentration of innovation within the Atlanta area. So what do you think it'll take regionally for us to really accelerate that type of growth that we need to see in healthcare tech? I think a lot of it is attracting young innovators, attracting healthcare software companies and technology providers. Some of that is done through tax incentives. Some of that is done through just, again, allowing access to some of these great resources that Atlanta already has. You know, if you think about where Silicon Valley is sort of moving now to Austin, Texas, to Boston, to Miami, to Atlanta, they're doing that for a reason. You know, they can find talent at a reasonable price. Facilities are available. They're great educational institutions that teach the right things. You know, computers, healthcare technology, informatics, et cetera. Things weave together to form a, a great framework to attract and grow um, wonderful companies in the Atlanta area. Yeah, and you really, you know, spelled out what the formula looks like, you know, which I think you hit it, you know, perfectly on the head. Um, and the fact that you, we are seeing a lot of relocations and movements coming in from the West and even from the Northeast, you know, that provides a significant opportunity to really start to make the pitch known more widely for what Metro Atlanta has to offer, the talent availability, and even the growth in the startup and uh, um, entrepreneur sector. Obviously, the, the big bucket that still needs to be filled is the VC capital and bringing more of that into the region so that you know, there is more capacity that's added for the businesses that are here and want to scale and grow. You know, it's funny you mentioned that. I was just about to mention that as well. Nothing happens without capital. And what I think these other centers have seen, and, and Atlanta certainly is starting to see it, is that venture capital and private equity follow innovation. And there are quite a number of private equity companies and venture capital companies now that really want to make their investments outside of New York and Silicon Valley. The reason is that they're finding better talent, that the talent and the startup costs are less. And so they're following those companies and capitalizing those companies pretty aggressively. And I think we're finding that, you know, again, Miami, Austin, Atlanta, Boston are all areas venture capital is sort of flooding in and people are really looking for these opportunities outside what have been traditionally the centers of, of venture capital. 
Okay, good. So any exciting updates or news or highlights that you can share with Remedy, with what's going on with Remedy? Well, there's a lot. Um, you know, one local piece of, of news that we, I think, released maybe three or four weeks ago was a co-marketing agreement with um, Emory Healthcare. And what Emory's done is use our platform and use our platform in ways that no one else has. They've configured with, with our help, obviously, um, use cases around procedures or operative, uh, pre-operative, post-operative engagement with patients. The two examples that are, are finished are deep brain stimulation and for Parkinson's patients. And the attributes of that are you need to stay close to the patient. There's a complex ramp up to that procedure. There's a team of clinicians that are part of that. And so the patient needs constant engagement over an application, over a mobile application, to remind them what to do, what not to do, when their appointments are, what's the next stage of readiness, et cetera. And the same is true with major orthopedic procedures. So I think what was remote patient engagement or element of that complete engagement, whether it's surveys and monitoring of physiologic data and communication in very easy ways like text message, attaching things to text messages, etc., you're finding that as people become more comfortable, as health system administrators and providing comfortable engaging patients remotely, they're seeing this whole opportunity open up, this whole world open up, whether that's procedural, whether that's chronic care management whether that's preventative medicine and wellness, you're going to see is a continuation of Remedy's growth as prototypical example of what's happening in the health tech. We're excited about that relationship with Emory. point that I'll, I'll make because it's important to us is that FQHCs, which are sort of rural health, federally designated health systems that serve primarily underserved, medically underserved populations, are ramping up RPM efforts as well. And we just in the last two months have contracted, I believe it is six FQHCs. And we're especially excited about that because these are populations that have an issue with these. There's an and sort of an epidemic proportion of this population with one or more of these chronic conditions, but they have traditionally been underserved. They haven't had access to good medical care. Sometimes their lives are complicated and busy and they can't make it into the clinic in a traditional format. So we're really excited how we can sort of upturn healthcare and provide it, provide access to really excellent healthcare to these populations as well. And this this is a very new development in healthcare and for Remedy itself. Wow. So you have some exciting news. You know, all of that compounded with what other firms like yourself are doing in the region will help to develop the capacity and the infrastructure that we have. So I thank you for sharing your insight and um, your thoughts in Atlanta's uh, development in this space. Uh, it's been a pleasure. Thanks again for tuning in to the Economic Development Podcast presented by Blueprint Creative Group. There's more episodes featuring economic development leaders throughout the country, and we thank all of the participants for sharing their perspectives. Check out all of the episodes in this series at blueprintcreativegroup.com slash economic development.